0: Blog TALK RADIO
1: Hello everyone, and welcome to c Quantum Radio Network. I'm your presenter, Daniel, and I'm here with your host, Claudia Pareko. Karmic Astrology is presented by Explore Astrology with Susan Reynolds. She has worked as a karmic astrologer for the last 35 years. Karmic Astrology traces the soul's evolution from past lives into the current life, setting the stage for a great journey of free choice and disincarnation. Look at your past, present, and future with karmic astrology. Astrologer and intuitive healer Susan Reynolds speaks astrology as a language of life a positive, living, and a breathing language of human possibility. Before each reading, Susan meditates upon the chart in question and sees visions of that person's past lives and how they are impacting her current life. During her show, Susan has pre-selected some callers for different types of readings. If time allows, she will take additional live callers. If you want to be considered for your future show with Susan, please go to www.charlotteview.net Look for Susan Reynolds under our Monthly Shows tab and fill out the request. Susan lives in the Charlotte, North Carolina area and attends various fairs and events. To find out locations or contact Susan Reynolds outside of the show, please go to her website, www.exploreastrology.com. Tune in Mondays and Fridays to see and listen to all our shows. Go to charlotteview.net and look on their monthly shows. Find our podcast directory and listen to us live or on demand. Now, let's find out what is coming up in the stars and who are the lucky callers of the day.
2: astrology our episode today is past life astrology Thank you everyone and welcome to see and I'm just going to check that we are on and um, this is Um, karmic astrology and the episode today is past life astrology with susan reynolds and yes of course we're having some computer things going on because it has been an intense summer and still is today we are actually uh, having mars going Direct. It has been retrograde for some time. And Mercury and all of those planets that affect communication have been on and off doing what they do best. And um, so today we are doing past life astrology. We're going to talk about the retrogrades that we are um, going in or going out, eclipses, planets entering or exiting houses. Where the moon is and how that affects you, and we are having some pre-selected callers that are going to get an in-depth past-life past astrology. But let's bring Susan to the show so she can let us know a little bit more about what's going on in the planets and everything around it. Hey, Why Susan. Can you hear me? Yes. You are here in your cell phone. I don't know what happened. <laughs> I
1: just got cut off. It disconnected,
2: disconnected me, me too, so I'm cell. using my landline as well.
1: okay. Well, start, Mercury
3: is
4: not even retrograde. <laughs> well, welcome, everyone, and thanks for being patient with the two technological challenges that. Um, I'm going to start talking about some of the things that are going on in September. But before I start to talk about some of the astrological things that we're going to be seeing in September, I'm going to mention the first things that I'm doing in September, because this is looking like an extremely busy month,
0: and I'm excited about it. I love it
2: um, Susan, they hear cannot me. hear you. It's very, very faint. So you, you're you calling oh, also with sorry. your landline? Um, is this better? It's a little better, but is this 795 your landline? Yes. You want me to call back in on my cell phone? On your landline it's better, if you can call back in. I'm, I'm on my landline. Huh. Well, yeah, okay. on, on my
4: landline. landline.
2: Okay, so now you're there. I have you now on your landline.
4: Yes. Can you hear me? Perfect. Okay. So I will say that September is going to be a busy month for me in terms of offering classes and workshops and talks and all the things that I love to do about astrology. So since this is the hour that we all things astrological. I want to let everybody know. If you are in the Charlotte area, starting on January, of, January, starting on September 10th, I am going to start teaching an eight-week course in beginning astrology for the spiritual student. And the entire course is going to have a very spiritual tone to it um, because that's how I read. And so that's how I teach. But we're going to concentrate on the building blocks of astrology. You don't have to know anything. We're going to talk about the signs, the planets, the houses. This is just for people who want to get a better understanding of their own chart and the charts of their family and friends. It's going to be at the Bag Lady starting Monday, September 10th, and is going to be from 7 to 9. So you can register with me, um, contacting me through email or private message on Facebook, or you can call the bag lady and let them know that you want to sign up. And so the more people, the merrier. If you don't have a chart, I will be providing one for you of the eight weeks. You are going to start to learn so much more about yourself and your sun and your moon and what all these things are in a very enjoyable way. Because people tell me all the time they think astrology is hard and complicated and a lot of math and that is not true at the beginning level there is no math and it's just fun so you get to look at oh that's why my husband's that way or that's how i can better talk to my kids and you just sort of open up to lots more knowledge in a very easy flowing kind of way Now, that would be enough right there if I was teaching for eight weeks, but it's not all that I'm doing. On the 15th of September, on Saturday, I am going to be working with David Holes, who is a vibrational healer, and he works with special tuning forks and vibrational healing. And the two of us decided to team up and do something that I don't think I've ever seen before, certainly not in the Charlotte area. We are going to combine astrology, the signs, and the planets with vibrational healing on people's bodies to help them release um, any kind of stuck place in your life, any kind of area of trauma or trouble, or you're not making the progress you want, or you can't seem to fix it. We are going to work to open and release taking the signs, taking the planets, taking your chart, and these vibrational tuning forks and David's healing energy, we're going to combine them together. So I am looking for major things to be going on, and I've never seen this done before, so I am super excited about it. It is going to be from 10 to 4 at the Spiritual Lighthouse of Charlotte, and you can go to my website and get more information about it. And that's going to be a full-day kind of thing, and we are going to work on each other very hands-on. And if you were in the Concord area on September 22nd, I'm going to be doing an Introduction to Astrology workshop at the Lotus Living Yoga Studio. And if you don't know anything at all about astrology, this is a talk for you. Just fun and informative, no deep things, ask all your questions. It's everything astrological in an open forum for just enjoying yourselves and learning more about the stars. That's not even mentioning that on, let's see, the 8th of September, I will be in Rock Hills, South Carolina at the Awakening Psychic Fair with the 1111 Awakening Fair, and I'll be there all day doing mini readings. So if a full reading is not what you want or maybe a little out of your price range right now, come by and have a mini reading. There's going to be lots of readers and healers and crystal workers and candle makers and all kinds of stuff going on there. So as you can see, September is going to be a busy month for me with lots going on. You can check out more of this on my website, under events and workshops, and I have it all listed. And of course, you can contact me. Now, why is September so busy? And October is also going to be busy. It's not that the summer has not been busy, but it is the workshops and the classes and and all these kinds of talks that have started. Why? Because we are starting to break open from an energy that has been stuck most of the summer. Most of the people coming to me are talking about how they can't seem to fix things, how they feel stuck, how they feel trapped, how nothing's happening. A low level of frustration has been building all summer or there all summer because we have had up to six planets retrograde in the month of August. That is a lot. When planets are retrograde, they seem to be moving backwards. They're not actually moving backwards, but it looks like it from the Earth. And when a planet is retrograde, that energy, we do not have access to the open and forward motion of that energy. It kind of slows down, it goes underground, it comes out sideways, it does not operate in the smooth, open manner that we are used to. And let me tell you, that causes frustration. On August 18th, we finally had Mercury turn direct, and today... On August 27th, we have Mars turn direct. When Mars has been retrograde for weeks, Mars wants to take action. It wants to do. It, it wants to make it happen. It's energized. It's vocal. It's bold. You know, we haven't had access to those energies. So we have felt stymied. Whatever action we take hasn't been going the way we expect it to. And, you know, that bothers us. People feel frustrated and tired and resentful. And why can I not get anything done? Why is this not happening? But after today, Mars is moving direct, and you are going to see more things happening, opening up. Now, on September 6th, saturn which has also been retrograde is finally turning direct and that's only what a week or 10 days away so that is right around the corner now if mars is big and bold and forceful saturn is a planet about our career and our work life so for many of you who may have been wanting to make a change in your professional life have not felt like you could do it or maybe have taken the first steps to try and make that happen, and nothing is going right, or you're not seeing the results that you want. And it can be very discouraging. But hang in there, because after September 6th, when Saturn changes direction, and once more starts to move forward, we are going to see more things breaking open and more things happening in our career. Now, for the most part, I see those as positive things. Action that we wanted to take, we're finally able to take. Results that we've been waiting to see all summer finally start to show up. Clients that we've been trying to get a hold of, we finally connect with. So we feel more empowered in terms of our career. And for most of you, especially those that are self employed, expect to be busier after September 6th. Look at my calendar. That's just for the month of September. So, yes. As this planet changes direction and finally starts to move forward, we all start to feel better. And as if that is not enough, right there at the tail end of September, on September 30th, Pluto is going to finally turn direct as well because it has been retrograde for months and months. Pluto is a planet of intensity and power. It is not often obvious. It can work behind the scenes. But do not mistake the energy of this planet and how intense and forceful it can be. We need access to that. You know, this this planet is deep and dark and mysterious. It's not a shallow planet. It doesn't like being in the shallow end of the pool. It wants to get in and it wants to immerse itself in something. And it hasn't been immersing itself in anything since it's been retrograde. But after the end of September, it too is going to turn direct. So for parts of August, we had six planets that were retrograde. And by the end of September, that has changed. As we move from September into October, we only have two planets retrograde. So yes, everything is going to start to move right along. Many of you are already seeing this. But for those of you who are not yet on top of this energy, expect it to start opening up actually today. And little by little, planet by planet, we're going to see more and more energies opening up. You can see this on the news at night, regardless of your political affiliation, because this is not a a political show. um, We are seeing a lot of things happening suddenly. This feels like Last week was a pretty busy week in terms of government and what was going on and this person's doing this and that person's indicting here. And it seems like it was a lot of nothing, nothing, nothing. And suddenly, my goodness, every time I turned on the television, something else was happening. And so that's part of this energy, opening up and breaking open. So this is a time to go back and revisit things. If you got told no in August, Mid-September, you might want to go back and check that again. You might go back to old employers or revisit plans that you put aside in August. Once this energy starts moving and we all have access to it, it's time to take steps to move forward, whether that's starting your own business or changing jobs or getting a better boss or putting forward your ideas. All of these start to open up. So very, very exciting month in September. Lots of Virgo energy happening here. All the Earth signs are really going to enjoy September. And the Earth signs, of course, are Taurus and Virgo and Capricorn. Did I miss one? Hang on. No. No. I don't think I missed one. For some reason, I was just thinking, is there a fourth Earth sign in there? But we happen to have three planets in the three different Earth signs. We have Uranus and Taurus. We have the Sun in Virgo, and we have both Saturn and Pluto in Capricorn. And all of these planets get along well together because they're all in the Earth signs. And so it forms what is known astrologically as a grand trine, which is a very positive and uplifting astrological aspect And so if you are one of these earth signs, it is a good time for you to take action and a good time for you to move forward. It doesn't mean that people who are not earth signs can't do anything. Obviously, you can and should. But the earth signs, I think, get a little bit of an extra special boost with this energy. Now, in September, Pisces may be the sign that is on the hot seat a little bit because we have both the sun going into Pisces um, and we have Mercury going into Pisces as well in the month of September and that's going to oppose Pisces sun. Virgo and Pisces are opposite each other in astrology and when planets are in the sign that is opposite ours, we tend to struggle a little bit. So for Pisces, with all this Virgo energy coming in, they may feel a little more discouraged or a little down in the dumps. So if you know a Pisces friend or somebody who's struggling with something emotionally, as Pisces often wants to do, then just be extra nice to them and uplift them and understand that they may be having a little bit of a harder time. At the end of the show... I'm going to spend a few minutes, the last five or 10 minutes, and Claudia, I'm going to ask you to make sure I'm on time here because Virgo is going to be the sign of the month for September, and so hang into to the end of the show, and I'm going to specifically talk about Virgo, and if you know a Virgo or are a Virgo or have a spouse or friend that's a Virgo, this is a way to better understand them, so yes. We have a lot going on in September. It is going to be a busy month. Even if you're not planning any changes, any trips, any, anything, expect to be busy. Expect to see action around you. All of the stuck energy of the summer is starting to break open. And it's going to be a very busy and hopefully a very exciting month for most people. And I mean that in a very positive way. So, Claudia, are we ready to start um, taking the people who have already called in?
2: Yes, we are, and um, so these are the three selected callers. We're going to start with Karen, and you you said you want six minutes for each, right? Yes. Okay, so I'm going to set the timer, and let's see how much information Susan can give you in six minutes. And welcome, Karen, to the show. While you talk to the callers, I'm going to get some numbers I'm gonna go behind the scenes to get your numbers and press one if you want a rating with Susan. So Karen, welcome to you.
4: Hi Karen. Karen, can you hear me? Karen? Oh are we can having? You hear me? Yeah, Hello? Karen? Yeah, okay. Hi. Can you hear me okay? <laughs> All right, we okay. had a little bit of a, a bump in the road there, yeah. but you can hear me and I can hear you.
0: Yep.
4: And you called in or contacted Claudia already and have given me your birth information and I have your chart right here in front of me. And so what is it that you would most like to know? I I honestly I don't
3: know. I was just I'm interested in how, you know, the past life, factor in you know to kind of this time like you said everything you said in the beginning of the show is true for me things have been frustrating in august and whatnot so i don't yeah. is it possible not to have a specific question absolutely
4: absolutely okay. if you don't mind i'll just poke around in your chart a little bit yeah and let you know some of the things that i see one of the things oh hang on a minute Um, because, yeah, this is AM, I had to ask if it was AM or PM. One of the things that I see in your chart are lifetimes in which you have really, I don't know how how to necessarily verbalize this, I would say lifetimes of deep spiritual study and contemplation. And so you came into this lifetime with what I would call a very strong connection to divine energies. Sometimes this happens with a religious past life when you have been a nun or a monk or a priest or, you know, some way in which a certain faith was very important to you. But outside of the dogma or the theology of any specific faith or religion, this is about this soul wanting to touch the divine, wanting to reach up to higher energies. This is a very mystical chart, Karen, and part of it really struggles with the real world or the, quote, real world. You know, it's almost as if you have a love-hate relationship with the real like, world. I yeah. like
3: <laughs> Okay. Sorry. <laughs>
4: yeah. Very much so. <laughs> yeah. I, I will tell you something that may surprise you. You very much wanted to come into this lifetime. But as soon as you got into this lifetime, you're like, oh, no, wait a minute. This isn't what I was expecting. Can I talk to somebody? You know, I'm not sure I like this. And it's almost as if it's been that way ever since. It's like, no, no, I want to go home. I know I don't belong here. Somebody made a mistake, you know, kind of thing. But I'm going to tell you, no, they didn't make a mistake. And this is what you have been working on. You have had lifetimes here of so much spiritual connection. That it is almost as if you have lost a little bit of connection with the mundane living, with with what it means to be in a body and to be in the earth. Because think about this. If you've had lifetimes of being a priest or a nun, they're a little bit removed from working in the earth. You know, they their whole job is is finding God or, you know, lifting up to some kind of religion or or divine connection. And so in this lifetime, one of the things that you wanted to do, one of the things that this chart has jumping out of it, is the need to balance the demands and the understanding of everyday life with holding on to a deep spiritual connection to higher energies. And this is not easy, as you have discovered. This is not always the easiest thing in the whole world. Because when you're pulled out into the world and, you know, you have a lot of um, common sense, and practical, down-to-earth energies. You are very capable of putting together a plan, and and can you know, no offense, kind of sometimes be a little bit persnickety about that plan, um, kind of thing. You have a lot of Virgo energy, and that's an earth sign. And that one of the reasons your soul brought in so much Virgo energy was to help ground you, because part of you just wants to lift up, 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 and away, you know, like that song, wants to well, go away from all of this.
3: And I do have vertigo issues, and actually I'm dealing with it today again. And I've been told that's a result of trying to kind of get out of my body a little bit, <laughs> if you know I, what I mean. I
4: can understand that. <laughs> and so one of the things that I would suggest, I'm trying to be less bossy, so you notice I'm saying suggest rather than saying, here's what you need to do. You know, I'm working yeah. on it. Um, one of the things that i would suggest is to look at the earth and honor it do something for the earth plant something bless trees in your yard you know go to a park and connect with that nature and And your body as well. This is, especially for September, there's a lot of energy here around your physical body. And it is time to pay a little bit of attention to that. So this is the time to go see a doctor. But it is also a time for self-care. You know, many times with so much energy here in this chart care and of self-sacrifice and of the, the desire to almost transcend self you can put yourself last, and that's not always the best thing, especially if you've had religious lifetimes in the past. You know they're taught that, oh, no, suffering is the way to God or whatever. Mm-hmm, you know.
0: Mm-hmm. And
4: so this is not the time to put yourself last. And when I say this, I mean especially in the month of September or right now through the end of September. It's time to be good to yourself, to honor your body. If you can afford it, have a day at the spa – or, you know, go for a massage. If you're married, you know, harangue your husband, your husband to get in there and, <laughs> and give you a massage, get a manicure and a pedicure, or get your hair done. Those things may seem to be a little frivolous on the surface, but those are all things that we do to have somebody take care of us. And it is a form of self-nurturing. You may also want to look at some extra supplements that you want to take, make a point of getting extra sleep. I would even do some meditations where you dialogue with your body. And I would really let your body know and say things like, I love you and I'm grateful for how hard you work and I'm grateful for your being here with me in this experience because that can you know, help you feel better about everything. September is going to be a little bit of a low-energy month. It is time to turn within. So it is a good time to get a reading. It's a good time to meditate. It's a good time to work on your angels and talk to your spirit guides and make those connections. Um, but don't push yourself physically too hard. It's not the time to paint the house or landscape the yard or, or you know start a second job. By by October, by the end of September, and going into October, that energy is going to change and shift. And by October, you're going to have so much more energy. <clears throat> Excuse me. And you're going to be feeling so much happier, so much lighter. Ooh. Oh, oh, <laughs> <That was> loud. <laughs> I <miss> no. that? <laughs> nope. I have a feeling that's Claudia's delicate way of telling yeah. me about time. Well. <laughs> I hope some of this helped and I hope some of this kind of um, gave you a little bit of insight and understanding.
3: Uh, Yes, it always always helps to get things reaffirmed and, no, I'm not just crazy. (laughs) No, you're not. (laughs) Okay, my pleasure. Thank you, Carrie.
4: Okay, so now we are going
2: to go with... Allison, welcome
4: to you. Hi, Allison. Allison, are you there? Claudia, are we having a little... Um...
2: No, she's here. I don't know why she's not answering. Allison? Oh. Can you hear me, Allison? Okay, hold on. Yes.
4: Okay. Hello? There, there we go. Okay, yes. Allison, you can hear me okay now?
0: Yeah, I can. I was, I was um, not, I, I just was unmuted, so now I can hear you. Yes. Okay.
4: <laughs> okay, well, I have your chart. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you.
0: And what is it you would like to know today, and how can I help you? So, well, I do astrology myself as a as a passion, and so um, yeah, I have a really good grasp of, of of my chart as it is, and you know what a lot of the long issues are. It's always educational though to talk to other astrologers and get their take on it. And, um, and you know, at this particular time, with especially Pluto Pluto being in Capricorn, which <laughs> is finally yeah, Yahoo! That's good for me <laughs> with all that. Passion, so. <laughs> Um, I'm I, I feel like, you know, I'm finally getting a reprieve from um all the hard hitting um shit that went on when it was in Sag. Uh, let me tell you, that was as brutal as it could <laughs> I think <could> probably <laughs> ever happened in my life. So, um <laughs> but uh yeah, of course the past lives is interesting to me as well. Uh, especially with that Saturn being so prominent in my chart as well. So I don't know, I'm just gonna kinda let you take whatever whatever attracts your attention. I'm interested in it all. Okay, well,
4: one of the first things that jumps out at me is the fact that you have had so many lifetimes of really being a person who gives up your individual identity for other people, for a group, for the cause, for the greater good. You know, I I watch the Star Trek movies, and there's that old, you know, Spock dying and the good of the many outweigh the good of the one. And this is something that you as a soul have embraced in other lifetimes. And you have embraced it and lived it to where you have made sacrifices of yourself, your own happiness, your own achievement, that a greater good may happen. You're what I would call a way shower drawn to coming into the earth at times of great upheaval and change so that you can come in and help to show people a new way, a new world order, in effect. You're the kind of soul who would have come in at um, the Civil War or the French Revolution or the, the march for, for women's suffrage. You know, you are here to bring forward a higher level Of truth for humanity. And that's no small thing that you have done probably some very big and bold work in other lifetimes in doing your part to help change the world and move it forward. But in doing so, I'm going to mention that it looks like you have done so by letting go of your own egoic needs, you have you know time and time again said, "Oh no, just put self aside, oh no, that you you know the the cause is bigger than that, and you have just not allowed your own individual needs to surface. You have not let you shine because you didn't want you to take away from the higher truth, and in this lifetime, you have a real opportunity to come in. And to address that, because in this lifetime, one of the things that you're meant to do is to be an individual who shines and is noticed in some way. And yet, this can be a real challenge, because everything in this chart feels like it's screaming, no, no, that's not right. You know, bad, bad ego. And so you have an opportunity in a very healthy way, in a very positive way, to stand up on stage. So if you are asked to, you know, lead a group or you are asked to, um, you know, be public in some way, whether that is singing in the choir or giving the opening presentation Mm -hmm. to a company or something where it's just you and you would be the one being noticed and you would be the one speaking or or shining in some way, that is very important for you. And Mm -hmm. the more that you can do that – the more that this chart opens up. do You you would really be good. And I know you're Pisces and, and all this loving and gentle Pisces energy, but you have a lot of um, 10th house and Capricorn vibration going on here. Do you own your mm-hmm. own company? Mm-hmm. Because you would be really good at working <laughs> for yourself or owning your own company. Have you thought about that?
0: Yeah, you know, so funny yeah. you say that because um, – First, I've always said, I've long, long said I would be fantastic to run the company, but my personal life would be a total train wreck. Um, I've, often, <laughs> I've often said that. And then, number two, um, entrepreneurship runs very, very, and in individuality and independent thought run really strong on my father's side of the family. He was an entrepreneur, my sister was, and I, you know. You know, it's so interesting because although I resonate a lot with what you said, and I totally, totally understand the whole um, for the greater good, I, I am very much like that when it comes to work. I will, I, I very, very much am still like that. Is that? Um, I have a lot of slavery issues, a lot of slave issues, and so it's very challenging to take that entrepreneurship and smush it down, that natural entrepreneurship, and smush it down mm-hmm. in 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 the name of service and servitude. And absolutely, um, that is my biggest. Bane of my existence is, and it starts a lot from childhood, even just the way I was raised. So that's the that's the answer to your question. Yes, I've thought of it, but I'm telling you, there's a lot. I mean, even I mean, I just see them my own turn, and I can be very detached, and you know, I can look at the chart objectively. Mm-hmm. I can see where that especially, again, where that Saturn is so prominent for for me, um, uh, that position, it's, it's not kind of repressive <laughs> and oppressive <laughs> to that. Now, I will say, All right. All right, ahead, every astrologer
4: has their own likes and dislikes in a chart. You know, some astrologers uh-huh. say, oh, I don't really like this kind of moon or, oh, this is, fabulous kind of thing we, we all have our own style and i happen to like saturn in sagittarius was was that claudia beeping in us i i couldn't tell i heard a sound okay so You know, one of the things I'm going to encourage you to do is to make peace with this Saturn. And, yeah, I can see it is in a a stressful position in your chart, but Mm -hmm. there's also Mm -hmm. a possibility of accessing it to access professional success and power and achievement. And Mm -hmm. so I think Mm -hmm. right now it's owning you instead of you owning it. Mm
0: -hmm. And
4: so Mm -hmm. even if it is challenging, the more that you can do something – that does put you front and center professionally, the more Mm -hmm. you are moving into Mm -hmm. what your soul has asked of you in this lifetime. I actually think Mm -hmm. you've had at least one other lifetime in which you've been an astrologer. You may have actually thought about it and said, oh, no, I can't do this, or no, it's too hard to make a living that way, which which I can attest to, it's not always the easiest way to make a living, but there is real talent there. You have a lot of talent and ability in terms of achievement in your career with teaching or with working in real estate or doing something with the home. This is a very talented chart. There's a lot of energy here that is extremely creative, and in involved in the arts even if you don't necessarily make your living in anything that is artistic or you know creative in that way i would volunteer maybe be a docent at a museum or or you know lead those those talks kind of thing volunteer at the theater when you are feeling stuck the thing to do is to move into the creative energies whether that is in a big way or a small way, because that is what gets you out of this stuck place in this chart. And this chart, it's easy to drift with so much energy here in terms of Pisces in in happening in a positive way, it's easy to kind of go along. And so anytime you feel yourself not being happy in a certain area of your life, move into the creative side. I also think I can feel guides and angels around you that are communicating with you, but that, I don't know, I get the impression that they would like to be communicating with you more or in a more clear fashion. I'm going to really encourage you, if you're not already, to be meditating every day. Because I get the feeling you sort of know they're around But they want more and they're ready to provide more and help you more and give you more information. So I would open that door a little bit wider. And the way you open that door wider is through meditation. And so I would make a point either in the morning when you get up or if you're too busy, you know, you have your routine in the morning, you might do it at night when you come home or before you go to bed, but find the time that works for you and do it deliberately as opening that up. I also get a kind of feeling here of you needing to be in nature more. When you are tired or discouraged or, you know, feel a little bit lost or stuck, I would, if you have a home, I would go outside, take your shoes off, and walk around in the yard. If you are in a condo or an apartment, I'd go to the nearest park, look at a pond, or you know, walk a track around, you know, some sort of lake or something like that. This chart has a strong connection to nature, but I don't know if you are necessarily using that for inner healing, and you can. You can use that to help bring about a sense of peace and calmness and most of all direction. This chart has a lot of conflict in it, meaning that black and white may look equal to you. You know, things are 50-50, And it's not necessarily, oh, this is good and that's bad. It's apples and oranges instead of, you know, a clear decision. And so there can be a lot of back and forth and seesawing back and forth and what do I do and how do I handle that. And so when you are out in nature and you are asking for your angels and guides to come in and to help you, to guide you, to give you information, that's going to make a difference. It may not be that moment but it's going to make a difference. It may show up later. But with this Mars and Taurus and this Virgo energy, you are really going to be one of these people that experiences this grand trine in Earth in a very positive way. I think there are going to be some new opportunities coming up for you. Um, And I know I can keep talking, but I also know that we have somebody else after you.
2: Yeah, and Allison, let us know how it went. And thank you for reaching out. And um, so we're going to go ahead and start with the sun signs because uh, the third caller didn't call or haven't called. Okay. To start, we have three Capricorns. So we're going to start oh, with those <laughs> together. Oh, my goodness. And I'm going to give you six minutes to talk to the three of them. And that way, then after them, we have a Leo, Gemini, and Pisces.
4: Whoa, uh, okay. Then what I would say is, I don't know if we have enough time to do six minutes on Capricorn and six minutes on Leo and six
2: minutes no, on Pisces. No, the other one's with two minutes. This is six because there's three people.
4: Okay, okay.
2: Is that good? All right.
4: I will, yes, I will do my best. <laughs> so, who is the person Capricorn bring that we.
2: Maddie Martha from Florida. And Keisha. Welcome to see you. You are all
4: Capricorn, so your six minutes start now. Okay. Hi. Hi Do you have Hi. a specific question or did you just want me to I, sort of talk a little bit about well, what's going on?
2: I do have a specific question about um <clears throat> about my my father. The 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 purpose of my father in this lifetime it seems to be an extremely difficult energy for me to process and um and i have processed a lot of you know other past lives with my mother and and her purpose but my father i am in the middle of processing that energy and i don't know if i'm missing something or you know
4: do you know what sign your father is
2: he's a leo
4: the Leo. Okay. Now, I will tell you, I do not have your personal astrology chart in front of me. All I have is a general chart for Capricorn, all Capricorns in general. And the kind of question you're asking is one that is going to show up in your personal chart rather than a general chart for Capricorns. But I will say that Leo energy really needs to be recognized and acknowledged as the king, as the one in charge. They have strong ego needs, and that's nothing bad about Leo. That's just part of who they are. They need to be acknowledged. They need to be recognized. They need other people to look up to them or to admire them or or to Mm -hmm. know that they have the appreciation of those around them. And, of course, in their family, that's going to be very important to them. But a Capricorn is a sign of leadership. And so it's almost as if there are two lions in the household. So there can be conflict there because Capricorn wants to achieve. It wants success. It's a sign of leadership. You know, it's willing to work hard. It's willing to do what it needs to do to make that happen. And so there can be definitely some tension and some conflict going on there. One of the things that I would say in general that is important in dealing with a Leo is to let them know the parts of their personality that you like or that you admire and to not say, but, if you say, you know, Dad, I think you have been a really good provider. Don't add, but, I wish you were a warmer person. Or you may Mm -hmm. say, Dad, I, I love your sense of humor. And don't add, but, I wish you listened to me more. Just I would say one of the ways of reaching out to any kind of a Leo is to acknowledge something about them that feels real to you. I will also say, since late last year, when Saturn moved into Capricorn, Saturn is the planet that rules authority and a parent. There's a little conflict on which one, but I usually assign Saturn to the Father. And so... Yes, this can be an issue and will be an issue. As a matter of fact, after September 6th, when Saturn starts to move direct and out of retrograde motion, something may come up about an issue with your father that allows healing even demands this kind of healing, because Capricorn has their own ruling planet in their sign, and they're getting hit with a lot of energy. In the month of September, you have Saturn in your sign, you have Pluto in your sign, and you have Mars, you know, in your sign, at least for the first 10 days of the month. That's a lot of energy. A lot of Capricorns are going to feel kind of overwhelmed, you know, and... The sun is is going to move into your 10th house on the 22nd of September. And that really puts energies around your work, your career, your leadership, and your parent. And so, yes, for all Capricorns, they may be focusing more on those issues. But I will say... The first nine days of September is a very good time to make peace with your father or to reach out to him in some way because Venus is there at the top of your chart, and that is going to help you. So Um, that's the time that I would say look at that.
2: My name is Keisha, and I just wanted to know about my career. I'm a Capricorn, and I'm looking
4: for a new job. Okay, I think September is going to be the time in which you find a new job. Your 10th okay. of career is lit up. You know, the month of September begins with Venus up there at the top of the chart. And as I just mentioned, the first nine days are the most positive of the month. But I'd really start from right now, from August 27th through September 9th, this is the time that I would really apply. I would even go back to places you've already applied, and I would check on it. I would call them again because the energy is starting to open up and break up. That period especially, I know it's only three days, but the 6th, 7th, 8th, oh, it's 9th of September can be especially positive because the planet that rules your career is finally moving again. It's been stuck for months. So I'm not surprised if (laughs) you've run into
0: roadblocks. I am so sorry. If I could
4: move the planets, I would. (laughs) But, yeah, everybody's been struggling with all these retrograde planets and nothing is happening. But remember what I said at the beginning, on September 6th, Saturn, your ruling planet, and the planet that rules career in general, is going to change direction and start moving forward. And that is when you're going to start to see job offers come. You may even have more than one. I look mm-hmm. at this as very positive, and it's positive the whole month. Because okay. even after Venus moves out, the sun moves in and Mercury moves in. So it takes it through September and into October. So I think you're going to have a job in, by the end of September.
2: Okay, thank you. Thank you so much. Okay. All the Capricorns. All right, did
4: I get to all the Capricorns? Yes, you did. Okay. All right, and the next sign that we have is Leo. Leo. So
2: let's bring Maria.
4: Hello. Hi. How are you? Hi, Maria. I am good. Okay. Well, I will say... That for Leos, um, some of August and all of September, you need to make sure that you are taking care of your health. And you may have already noticed this, you may have already decided to start to work on some health things, but there's a lot of energy here demanding that you take care of your body. So I would. You know, if you need a checkup, I would get one, get your eyes checked, your hearing checked, you know, make sure you go visit the dentist or get your yearly teeth cleaning or whatever it is. (laughs) But I would pay attention to the body and to your own health. You may also through September, now through the end of September, be called upon to help somebody else with their health. So you may be doing some healing work if you're a nurse or maybe you do energy healing or something like that. If you work in a career that has anything to do with health and healing, this can be a busy month coming up for you. So it doesn't have to be a negative thing. It may also be helping other people, like maybe your next-door neighbor needs a ride to the doctor or something like that, where you may be helping somebody else with their health. If I do not see you, so I, I mean this in the most general astrological way, it is a good time to lose weight. Not that you need to. but I do, if it need, is some, to. I do need to. <laughs> it is a very sensitive topic for a lot of people, so I am super, super cautious
0: about what I'm saying. No, but I'm honest. It, just, it is true. You know,
4: well, this is a good time to get on it. This is a good time to join a health club, to start walking, to cut out sugar, to drink more water. This is a time when you're going to have more discipline and more focus and be ready to make those changes and stick with it. You know, Leo, they're a fire sign. They do not like to deny themselves anything. You know, They like to enjoy you're life right. a little bit there.
0: <laughs> so right. it's not always
4: right. easy for a Leo to lose weight. But from now to the end of September, this is going to help. I'm also going to say from September 9th, oh, am I supposed to stop? Ooh, what is that noise? Is that Claudia telling me I'm supposed to stop?
2: No, I think it was Maria, but now it's me.
4: OK. OK. So um, has Maria left the line?
2: No, she's there. OK. I
4: just missed because okay. she was- noisy there was too much noise in her phone okay i will also say quickly maria from september 9th through the end of the month both venus and jupiter are going to be in your fourth house of home and family this is an extremely fortuitous aspect one of pleasure and luck and positive energies it is really helpful in terms of real estate if you're looking to buy or sell real estate September 9th through September 30th is the time to do it. Uh, You may just luck into something or find a great deal on something. It looks really positive. There can be people coming to visit, and that would be a great trip. Maybe somebody hadn't seen it in a long time. At the very least, you were going to look around your house, and you're going to want to make some changes. You want new furniture. You want to paint. You want to do this. You want to do that. It's a fun, fun energy, but make no mistake, it can be a kind of expensive energy because all that – Painting and furniture and everything else costs money. Um, But it's wonderful for redecorating and making your home a beautiful and pleasant place. Okay?
2: And so now let's go to Gemini with Rose.
4: Okay. Hey, Rose. Hello. How are you doing today, Susan? I am doing fine. And are you just looking to see what's coming up? Sure, it's a lot. (laughs) Well, there's a lot of money energy around you. And it does look as if, You have had to, I don't know, in these last few months, concentrate on money and think about income. And I would say talk to your investment person. You've been looking at what am I going to need for retirement and what do I need for kids to college or, you know, how do I make do with what I've got? Do I need to make some budget changes here? There's been a lot of energy here around income and finance and um, making those kinds of decisions. And I will say um, September looks... Hang on i'm looking at I think September looks positive in terms of finances for you because I think that Virgo moon uh, Virgo Sun excuse me is going to make some nice aspects with both that Saturn and that Pluto, and I think this is going to increase your bottom line so there may be um, some extra money coming your way, maybe a bonus or you know maybe back money that's owed to you or something. One of my clients mm-hmm. was just talking to me this weekend and she said oh we just got a hundred thousand dollar windfall and i was like dadgum that's what i want to see (laughs) um so this does look nice it looks like it has been maybe a Mm -hmm. a bit stressful but that is getting ready to change Mm -hmm. i am also going to say from right now um, august 27th and going through september 9th it is a time to be able i would say take this time to enjoy yourself you know i don 't know if you're married or single, but if you are single and interested in a relationship, it is a good time to date, be social, even if you're happily married for decades. I would get out there with friends. You can have a mm-hmm. good time without spending a lot of money, so this is a right. time to accept mm-hmm. invitations and to be a little bit playful kind of thing after that, mm-hmm. after the ninth of September, Venus is going to move into your sixth house, and that's an area of work, and so it looks as if you know Venus. Venus has a, a lovely energy of helping you. So I think things at work are going to improve after September 9th, and I think that's going to be a very positive time for you. Okay. That sounds good. Thank you. All right. Yeah? Yeah. yeah.
2: Okay. So. Now okay,
4: I'm glad you called.
2: <laughs> Thank you, Rose. And So now let's go with...
4: Uh, now I... I know we're almost, how much time do we have? Because I know we're almost out of time, and I want to make sure that I get to to talk about Virgo. So do we have time for one more? Well,
2: 56, one more, and then we end up with Virgo. Is that
4: a good plan? Okay. That's fine. That's fine.
2: Okay.
4: So we have Kay, and she's a Pisces. Pisces. Okay. Let's see what is going on with Pisces. Now... I will say, and I will be honest. I do think that September may be a little um, challenging for you, because the sun is going to be in Virgo, and um, Mercury is also going to end up being in Virgo, and those things are going to oppose your sun. And Pisces is also in in, uh, Neptune is also in Pisces, and so going to oppose that. This is a lot of energy around relationships. Maybe they're romantic relationships. I do not know if you're married or single, but this can be romantic relationships, professional business relationships, and also friendships. There may be more asked of you. There may be some glitches or some bumps in the road here. If you are dating, I would be cautious and careful I would not lend money to anybody you just met. I would not invite somebody you just met to come live with you. I would take things very slow because it does look like um, that Pisces energy can sort of um, cloud the issue here. So somebody may not be as um, honest and upfront and clear with you as you would like. So just make sure you're double-checking things and not taking any phone solicitor at their word that's, oh, this is a great charity and give me your credit card number. I would be very careful about that. But it doesn't look negative. It just looks like you need to be cautious. I'm also going to say okay. it looks like there's a lot of money stuff going on. So there may be some extra money coming your way in the month of September. So um don't spend it all in one place. But three planets. End up visiting one of your financial houses in the month of September, so I do think that that may be somebody giving you a gift or some extra money coming your way, and that looks very positive to me. Oh, good. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. My pleasure.
2: Yeah, right on time. Okay. Let me stop this.
4: Yeah, that would be good. So we are right here at the tail end of the hour, and I wanted to make sure that I did not forget to talk about Virgo, because I like to make sure that every hour that of the show at the end of the hour, I talk about the sign of the month, and the birthday sign for the month of September is Virgo, and Virgos get such a bad rap. I have... Virgo friends, and I hate to see this because people look at Virgo as very critical and they're very detail-oriented and they can, you know, sometimes people are looking at them and just, why are they so critical all the time? Or my mother, the Virgo, is always criticizing me. But you know what? They don't know most of the time that you are taking what they say as a criticism. If Virgo loves you, they want the best for you. They want you to succeed. They want everyone to love you. They want you to have the best job and the greatest life. So they're going to point out that there's gravy on your tie if you're going to the job interview or that you accidentally have on two different colored socks. They're not trying to criticize. They are trying to help. And so the next time somebody points out that maybe your hair would look a little better shorter, just think and take it as, oh, they want me to look the most beautiful I can look. They want me to be the happiest I can be, and they are trying to help you. Virgo, of all the signs, is the most service-oriented. They have the kindest heart, the most loyal energy, and the most loving spirit. They are natural-born caregivers, and they actually find pleasure and dignity in serving. And so for Virgo, they often end up in professions Of health and healing they become doctors and nurses and Reiki masters and they work with all kinds of vibration and tuning forks and um, any kind of anything that helps somebody heal on any level and I'm not limiting that to the physical level They may work in, you know, some sort of profession that helps people with their emotional problems or even spiritual problems. One of my best friends is a Virgo, and she's a lovely person for me to talk over, you know, maybe some sort of spiritual question that I have. And we kick that around, and I'm amazed at her insight. So Virgo can really drill down and give you a way of looking at things that you may not have seen before. They are very practical and down to earth. So if you're having a dream of, oh, I, I want to sail around the world in a hot air balloon. And Virgo starts to ask, well, do you have $40,000 for a balloon? And what happens if there's a big wind in your, over the Atlantic Ocean? They're not raining on your dream. They're trying to help you create your dream by saying, have you thought about this? Have you thought about that? When you have a dream and you're ready to put your plan together, go find your Virgo friends and family members because they're going to be there to help you create the plan that is going to make that happen. These are very loving, very kind and loyal people. And they can be um, a little focused on the details. And so sometimes they're hardest on themselves many times I will see Virgos not reach their full potential because they're, they're giving themselves bad messages, not other people. Oh, I'm not smart enough or educated enough or tall enough or short enough or whatever it is enough. And so one of the things that I always tell Virgo to focus on is self-love. Make sure that with everything that you give to other people, make sure that you're nourishing and giving to yourself as well. That is the most important thing for Virgo to remember. Okay, where are we on time? we
2: are perfect. We are one o three, so it's
4: perfect. All right, I did go a little bit over. I keep wanting to stop right at 1 o'clock, and I almost always end up going a little bit over, but that's okay.
2: Yeah, three minutes is not bad. So, That's not bad. Um, but we had a terrific show. We had lots of colors, as always. We had people that are still wanted a, a rating. So go to cview1111.net, go on their monthly show, Susan Reynolds, and send us your application, and that way you, could, you can be um, – you can be on our next show in September, which is September the twenty-four, the last Monday. And on that occasion, we're thinking doing medical astrology, which is each one of our signs have um, specific health issues, right?
4: Yes. Um, your chart is going to show where your um, – need to pay attention in terms of health and so i'm thinking about doing the show about health and healing in terms of astrology but i'd also love to hear from you email me with your ideas you can go on my my facebook page or private message me what do you want to know about astrology what is interesting to you what would you love to have me talk about because i want this to be meaningful to you to the people who are calling in and listening
2: you Susan for that and we will be receiving your suggestions Facebook you can Facebook your suggestion to Susan Reynolds or Claudia Pureco so just send us what you think and we'll make it happen
4: yes we will <laughs>
2: <laughs> thank you Susan have a beautiful rest of the week and a wonderful September
4: you too and we will talk soon Okay, bye.
2: Bye.